Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. Mm. And Dr. Tom is a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Drag RuPaul. Race Down Under. RuPaul's, is RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under? Uh, well, I mean, the title, yeah. Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. RuPaul's Drag Race Down, Down Under. Under. Season 2. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. Clang. Hey everyone, welcome back. First of all, to those new listeners, usually our intro is so tight. Oh, it's so tight. It's Coco Montrese lip syncing tight. <laughs> okay. As as Morgan Man McMichaels. Oh. See, that was that was me lip syncing. There we go. Yeah. The tightest lip syncing. However, come come you were you were never. <laughs> yes. Um, usually, but we do stumble with the first episode of every season. No, we don't. Because we've no, not. We're perfect. Got it. We're perfect. We're beautiful. We look like seal. <laughs> now, everyone, welcome. If, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, let's just give a, a quick brief overview to any new listeners because it's Drag Race Down Under. Oh, Maybe we've got me? some Kiwi and Aussies. What do we do successfully? So Quickly. What we do is that we watch every ep- um, episode of RuPaul's Drag Race live. So mm-hmm. what that means is that we don't watch it over, we, we don't watch it and then write notes and then come and discuss. We watch it live and as we're watching, we're podcasting. So you'll hear that we break it up into segments because we will watch, we'll stop, and then we'll talk about what's happening oh. and give you some of our predictions or our observations. We critique and we we actually more not not really critique. We kind of watch with we, a super fan lens. Well, we're super fans first and foremost. Yeah. Um, you give wonderful, dazzling, spectacular, stupendous insights when it comes to performance. I think. What? Yeah, what, do I, our, what do I bring to the table? Yeah. Well. Tom, I've been asking that for. <laughs> yeah, what do you bring to this podcast successfully? Uh, uh, quickly. Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, first of all, most of super fans watching, and mm-hmm. then second of all, we, you know, what, what we can provide mm-hmm. uh, is that I can give you my lens through uh, performer lens, uh-huh. um, having been dancing and performing. Mm-hmm. And teaching on the Las Vegas stage. <laughs> I performed on the Las Vegas I stage. I know you have. That's not why I all. said it. Uh, and Tom um, has a background in psychiatry. He works background. as a psychiatrist. Slash. So you, you get current life. You get free therapy. And, <laughs> and you know what? Everyone has their own way of viewing the same situation. And sometimes it's really nice to hear someone else's perspective of it, especially when they come from a field that's not your own. And that's what we bring. So, in in the words of Eve Six Thousand, I'm not here to therapize. <laughs> the girls. Um, but, you know, sometimes, like, their little interactions and stuff might just, like, give my unsolicited opinion. Um, I think another thing that we, we do, I mean, we are here to critique. We are here to give our opinions, but we're not majorly into, like, being super shady and adding loads of negativity because there's plenty of that around. Yeah. Don't really want to add to it. I think there's too much. I think there's too much. Um, and we're grown men. <laughs> are we? we? I think so. I did, I've not told you how I identify. We're grown-ass men. Uh-huh. I mean, I... I it's more of an appreciation, and yes, I'm, we give our opinion, but hopefully, it's not like troll material. In the words, in the words of Violet Chachki, it either comes from a place of love or truth. Yeah, sometimes both. Sometimes both. <laughs> so that's what we bring. So welcome to any new listeners. We're going to be doing Drag Race Down Under. I know it's late. We tend to have the podcast out immediately, mm-hmm. but we've been sitting on Down Under. 
Uh, it's been a bit frantic. They've been we've uh, had All Star Seven. Yeah, we had Canada's Drag Race. We've had France come out. So we haven't actually been reviewing France. But we've been watching as fans. It's just it. It's super difficult to keep track of all these different amazing talented queens and we wanted to do them justice sometimes that means leaving it a few days but i think now that all star seven is over we're going to be fairly regular and on time with canada three and down under two so we are uk based but i am from tamaki makoto of auckland new zealand (laughs) yeah i'm from from there so it's i mean I don't know. I want to see what my sisters are doing. Of course. And it's, and it's always good to touch base, isn't it? So You've got a special connection to Down You are a queen down under. I am, Tom. Yes. I am the queen. <laughs> I, I wish. I don't have the balls to do what they do. I don't have the polish. But mm. I don't know yet. Let's, should we have a look? I would now, love we're to. Do, we're going to look at the entrance. I want you to give me, like we always do, first impressions of the queens quickly. Okay. Yep. Okay. The first queen to saunter through these doors is what's her name hanaconda (laughs) good job one of us is paying attention yeah hanaconda from sydney australia sydney australia i i can't i shouldn't try the accent it's just offensive when i do it um i i in terms of look i love her look um it's very kind of like elsa but a bit like claude monet's water lilies right is that the? It's almost like she's wearing a water lilies print. And there's like this butterfly motif. She's given me very kind of like fairy tale princess um, kind of air in terms of her her fashion vibe. Mm. And she says that she's a fairy godmother. She comes across as really sweet and energetic. Yeah. Um, her, her, her catchphrase or her interest line is, "When you're down under, watch out for snakes." Lols. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah. What does it say about her? She's a comedy queen. She, she's funny. She, Double entendre, come through. Yeah, she, she's funny. She's camp. Um, she, she is quite keen to downplay the the snaky aspect. I don't think she wants to be perceived that way, which I do find interesting because it makes me wonder if she has got like a hidden, a hidden, you know, rattlesnake side. Well, her name is Henaconda. But is that... She comes in talking about snakes and she's like, but I'm not one. Yeah, oh. but... I wonder if that's just because it's an amusing pun and it's a little bit, you know, it sounds like a bit of a willy pun, doesn't it? I've said this before. I don't know how you can define yourself by something that you're not related to. It's You know, some people like, for, for example, some people have amazing drag names that just have nothing to do with it. Oh, who am I to judge? Who am I to say means nothing to them? Sorry, I take that. Would you I like retract. to share I... your potential if you're a drag Re- queen? Reclaiming my time. Yeah. Reclaiming yeah. my time. <laughs> uh, no. You know what? She gives me... Chris vibes. Our friend Chris. Yes. Our good friend Chris. Yeah, she, she's the kind of girl that I would invite over for a tea and a Prosecco and, and a gossip and a gob. Absolutely. She seems like good a, vibes, a sweet Good vibes, good energy. Heart. Yeah. She's giving me funny vibes. I think she'll be quite good in like a reading challenge. I think that's when her secret shady side will come out. She's got a very... There's a, there's a kindness about her, isn't there? Do, yeah, do I think... Do you feel that? I think she's going to be a sweetheart. But again, when I, when I see somebody who's really, really sweet and kind on first impression i do wonder kind of like hmm what's going on in the background there is that just your your mind as a yeah you're, just my you're just therapizing mind. all the time aren't you mm, yeah. i can't turn it i off. do want to say that there is polish she looks gorgeous me. the there hair is, and makeup is lovely exactly the hair and the makeup is polished i love what she's wearing one thing i also love about hannah is she's doing exactly um what 
Peppermint did. And mm-hmm. Peppermint says, when you're the first person in a room, mm-hmm. there's no one to engage with. So she's walking around like, oh, look at that statue. Oh, look at these lights. Oh, look <laughs> yeah. at that wall. You know, she just, like, she's like, oh, look at that chair. That's an, that is a nice, look at that boulder. Like, that is a nice boulder. <laughs> Willem did that, but Willem was very dry and acerbic, wasn't she? So oh, we've got some big girls in we've here. We've got some big girls this season. Hope they don't got diabetes. <laughs> she was, I Will love Willem. Willem. Next up, we have a faux fur. Now, for her interest line is, well, you know, she she they gave her the cherry valentine, in it, which is unfair because we know for a fact that they do allow redos. Season four, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm going to say it right here. Not a good prognostic factor for Fofa. No, it's not. No. No, because they're willing to throw you under the bus. They're willing running. to let her look silly. We've said many a time, it's well publicized, Sharon Needles got to redo her entrance look when her hat. She had a she had a hat malfunction. Yep. Which is similar to what happened to Fofur. Yeah. And Cherry Valentine, season two UK. Yes. Now she, she was second out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um exactly. So this you're right, it's it's not a good towel if they're willing to oh, make you another act one. the fool, girl. <laughs> act the fool. Another one, a juice box. Remember her jewellery got caught in her like <laughs> mesh skirt and they were well, just, and she was first out and they were just willing to let her look silly. Well, Sonique. All stars, her hat kind of fell off, but she played it off as that falling so did under she the break same the category. Curse? Did she break the curse? Did well, she, it happened after she came in. It wasn't her actual entrance, was it? Okay, okay. Yeah. So she's she's not in there. It's like when Raja O'Hara's earrings fell off as well. Remember? It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this is faux fur from Sydney, and they do this. They do say she's originally from New Zealand, but mm-hmm. she's sailing from Sydney. Um, and she says, "You may want to lay off that MSG before you get addicted to me." <laughs> Come on, catchphrase. I find her adorable. She's a ball oh, of energy. You know what? I will not rent a crowd. I will rent Fofur. <laughs> yeah. She is all the hype you need. Yeah. I, I love that. I need that. Mm-hmm. I need that that, that energy. That, uh, mm-hmm. that She's a vibe. She really, really she's is. She's a moment. She she's is a moment. A one-woman party. She's, she's got the volume. She's got the sound. She's young, excited. It's, it's like a super fan. She's mm-hmm. got super fan vibes. But but it's it's nice. She's not going to be the recipient of that volume. Hopefully, people are going to be screaming for her. She's just she's a good person. I mean, I'm loving her. Yeah, her entrance. Look, I'm a sucker for dog tooth. I love any dog tooth print. It gives me Dior. It gives me Alexander McQueen. The the look is like it's nice, simple maxi dress. But I think it's smart to come in in something that you might have to you know jump out of an airplane in. Mm. Um, this is how Drag Race works. And the floppy hat was cute. It's just a shame that it flopped yeah yeah she's cute she's cute she's adorable she's a ball of energy i'm loving her mm-hmm. next to walk through the doors is spanky jackson from palmerston palmy from palmy new zealand <laughs> lovely palmy. place lovely place in new zealand. i have been to palmerston north you have you did I some have. i passed through on my way to Win- windy valley uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say you did something I, I don't really know your life in new zealand no, no. we weren't acquainted at the no time. didn't know now, you spanky follows us on the instagram hey. i follow her as well hey so spanky I've, I've got an awareness of spanky now from what i know of spanky she is a funny queen she's a hostess she has <laughs> been around the block a few times so to speak she she's experienced and she's she's um i think she's going to be a funny girl i think she's going to give us humor stand-up comedy that kind of thing the kind of thing you expect from an experienced host hostess yeah, there was. I wrote down uh, mm-hmm. quickly as I was watching this. Assured, 
Yes. Assured. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very assured. Mm-hmm. And not someone who's there to discover themselves. You know, we get so many queens coming on Drag Race. I'm here to learn. Or I'm here to, 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 to learn how to do drag. Like, mm-hmm. she's not someone who's here. I mean, if she picks up things, she'll be a smart queen and she'll mm-hmm. pick it up and do it and apply it, which is what you should do if you want to do well in the competition. Uh-huh. But she's just someone who's coming in very assured in who she is. I think and, I, and I do yeah. get more of that vibe than... And, the fashion queen definitely i think we're gonna see her do well in like acting challenges um stand up that sort of thing you know when she's got a real um and her talking head was funny as well like i said she gives me like a really self-assured vibe in terms of the fashion walking in i mean she's got killer legs love those pins those like, legs she's like a racehorse there's a, there's a um, bloody hell they're long and it just went right up to the to <laughs> all the way up all the way up <laughs> remember that that cartoon of peter griffin with the legs that the queens quite often use, actually, um, and just like legs for days, Mama. Um, no, she she looks she looks gorgeous. I I I think the 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 dress isn't super duper complicated, but it's a nice bold color. It shows off her legs. Her makeup's really nice. Um, so again, I think she's come in dressed ready for anything. Yeah, just not knowing what's going to be thrown at her. I mean, her, her entrance is, I may be a sheep fucker from New Zealand, but at least I didn't have to tie my kangaroo down. Well, you see, this is something that people of Wales and people of New Zealand have in common. We're accused of being sheep. We're tying your kangaroo down. Sheep effers. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, Beverly Kills is the next queen walking She's through indeed. from uh, Brisbane, Queensland. From, from and she Brizzy. just says, giddy up with the whip. Do you know, I know I've been told about Brisbane. You always get lucky in Brisbane, in Brizzy. It's, I really messed I up. need you to elaborate on that. Oh, did you, you'll get laid in Brizzy, apparently. Really? <laughs> the, the, I heard Courtney Act say that. I'm appropriating oh. it. I mean, I've not been. I think. Well, I have been to Brizzy, and I was there for like half a day. And you didn't. You didn't get laid. It was so hot. I did not want to leave. Maybe that's why maybe people my just spontaneously take their clothes off. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just not. It's you a very know, sensual town. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I really like the look. Um, she clearly leans into well, if this is this if this is a statement of her style, she leans into kind of like an alternative style of drag in the sense that there's a bit of a kind of like goth, slight like slightly gothic, but also kind of like raverish, or like the neons. She's kind of like Elvira crossed with like do you remember Toxic Crusaders? Yes. Yeah, that kind of vibe. Um in terms of personality, um she's a young queen. She and Hannah Conda picks up on this. Um, she's very quick to express an opinion about other queens with a different style. So I wonder if she's going to be a little bit of a provocateur. You're, you're right. Now, there was something that she, I mean, first of all, I think the look is there. I think the look is fantastic. I think the look is there. I mean, she, she moves as well, doesn't she? She's got a sense of movement about her. Well, you know, she, she knows how to crack a whip. <laughs> no, but she came in and she was like, you can tell me what that means. Yeah, she came with like a maybe it's a pad of um, she says that she likes to take the road less traveled when it comes to makeup style and performance. And she could have just stopped there, in mm-hmm, my opinion, mm-hmm. to, to make a statement about who you are. But then she adds on, as, as much as she loves drag, who, you know, the, the kind of drag who wears pink outfits and blonde wigs, it's getting very old very quickly. And she's here to shake it up. Now, that is, that is where it became, oh, okay. First of all, I want to say... 
the, your drag that you're presenting, it's no longer new. It was new to the world in season four. It, in season three, actually, when we got... Um, Jada Sophia. Jada, Jada Sophia, it was new. Then it was it, made popular. One, Nina Flowers. Exactly, Nina, one, yeah, exactly, Nina Flowers. And then season four, we had Sharon Needles. And then, ever since then, we've had even winners, Evie Oddly, Willow Hill. There's been a whole generation and a whole army of alternative queens coming and expressing themselves fabulously. Yeah. Not just in the... Um, not just in America, we've got news. We had queens of the UK, we've got queens overseas. It, it's not new anymore. We do so love you... to see it being represented. Exactly. Um, and that is really, really important. I love seeing this kind of variety. But yeah, there was a slightly dismissive. Yeah, tone. so yeah, it, it's, it's nice to appreciate your own artistry. While uplifting your sisters, exactly. Yeah. So that—that's what I was like. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was just, that was not needed just, at all. I—I th- I think she's going to be good TV. I think she's going to be a bit of a provocateur. I think she's going to be opinionated, and we we might see a spat or two. Yeah, yeah. But um, but she's gorgeous. Oh, she's the beautiful. Outfit, the outfit's right. She's beautiful. Right. She's beautiful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Minnie Cooper, the lovely, from Newcastle, Australia. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, from Sydney, Australia. So Minnie Cooper from Sydney comes in. Meaty on the outside, but once you get inside me, I go real fast. Ooh, ooh, so, yeah. Tell me. Talk to me. Did Fofa pull a candy hoe? Did she go, how old are you? That- well, she seemed to respond to a question of that elk. It was it was absolutely Kenny Ho versus Kasha Davis. No, no, it was temperature. Oh, temperature the Yeah, really. That was tempest response. Can I? Well, I, is that appropriate? Can I ask you? I th- I think I think there's a multitude of reasons why somebody might ask that question. Foe could have been asking it in a complimentary way because everybody tells her how amazing she looks for her age, which is true. Like she looks several decades younger than 50. Um, it, you could interpret some ageism in there. Personally, I wouldn't ask the question. Um, but, you know, maybe Foe's just the kind of person who, who sometimes speaks before she's fully thought out the implications. Youth. She's, she, Foe seems sweet. I, there may it's not have youth. been malicious intent behind it. And Minnie, certainly, she's quick-witted and she responded appropriately and told them how terrible they look. I, I, I just don't... First of all, anyone... I feel it's it's never an appropriate question. Oh, for, no. for the first words to someone is how old are you? Mm-hmm. As, check yourself. Let's not forget that this is a highly edited show that could have been. I mean, you don't you don't ask that question on first meeting somebody, but there may have been some additional context or something. But yeah, and we didn't actually hear Fo say that, did you? It was just Minnie's response that suggested she said that. Said what? How old are you? No, the words came out of her okay, mouth. Okay, okay. How old are you? She talks really fast. She does not. She does. <laughs> um, quicker than my I understand ears. my people very well. Thank you Qu- very much. Quicker than my ears can keep up. But Minnie seems like a consummate professional. She's reminding me of like Sharon in Drag Race Espana. She's just going to bring it. Tom, she's giving me a, and I say tame and is not, not, not in a bad way. A, a more a very tame, no tame's not the word. A more reliable, reliably <laughs> person, reliably to not go loose cannon. Okay, done. A Tammy, Tammy Brown. <laughs> She's giving me that. I'm not. I don't see it. I I feel it. I don't see it. I don't see I it. I feel you. it, Tom. Something. You, it's it's in me. It's how I. So you she's going to give you quirky high concept character. Yeah, but but very but but 
Yes, yes, she's yes. There definitely less of a loose cannon than Tammy. Tammy well, that's, that's why, Tammy's that's why. an unpredictable dream. Of that, a that's human why being. I say it reliable and not loose cannon. That's why that, I'm willing to make that the um the dif- the differentiation. Anyway, I'm already getting that this mini is witty. Mm-hmm. She has been there, done that. She will not let you come for her. There's oh, a no, no, there's no. A, there's a confidence. She's going to tolerate any nonsense. Um, there's yeah, there's a yeah. She she knows her drag. She's giving me kind of like Madonna if she's going for like a motocross look. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean the looks right. The, the the high blonde hair is very kind of like Madonna of the past decade. I'm entertained and I want to see more of her. Next to walk through is Molly Poppins from Newcastle, Australia. Yes. You girls looking for Molly? Because I'm here to get a poppin. Talk oh. to me about Molly. Um, her look is super cute. She looks really polished. She's giving me kind of like pizzazz from Je- from Gem and the Holograms with the green hair and the pink and stuff. Um, I feel like visually I'm going to get her mixed up with Anaconda a little bit. Why? Just they've got a similarity, like they're mug and and big, big hair and you know pushed up boobies and things. That they, they both look great and highly polished. That yeah, well yeah, their outfit is it's lovely. Amazing. I love the latex. Yeah, their mm-hmm. outfit is amazing. That mm-hmm. look is polished. Unfortunately, and let's be honest, they didn't give her enough airtime. I don't know they who cut she her is. Off. Uh, yeah, she raps. Yeah. She, she raps, she spits fire on the tracks. On the tracks, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's a dragon. Yes, um, she is. Ra, she ra. Is, she's a dungeon dragon. Yeah, she's, she's got, hopefully, well, yeah, maybe she's giving us the game of a knife. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't give us enough time to absorb her, but visually, she's stunning. Yeah. Visually, she's beautiful. They did not give her much time, though. Didn't get much of a sense of her. Next up, we have Uruguay from Auckland, New Zealand. Another Kiwi. Uh, does somebody forget to take up the trash? <laughs> that was her catchphrase. There was the entrance line. She's walking in. I mean, excuse my ignorance, but I'm just going to say, like a queen, I would expect from Dragula. Well, she's very visually arresting. I love this kind of Mugler, um 90s model goes on a killing spree kind of look she's a bit the countess from american horror story absolutely absolutely but overall like really really cool look probably my favorite look so far yeah of everyone who's come in she's put a lot of effort in here it's a really distinctive cheek contour reminds me of jara sophia jara sophia cuts in like really really close to the mouth like that as well her makeup is it's there really visually arresting her makeup is there the outfit is there it's just visually Mm -hmm. stunning I want to say the best thing about her entrance was Fofur's reaction oh my god that was so funny and it just again (laughs) like I said if you want a hype girl if you want to rent a crowd she's your girl Look, I, I want her to come to every event I do absolutely she, she's just such a great but for me that was the best thing about her entrance so was funny. both for his reaction the, mm, the hands the snaps <laughs> it was just it was there I loved it her personality seems perhaps slightly reserved at the moment perhaps she's a little introverted and she'll take a little while to warm up and get used to everybody mm. she seemed quite softly spoken which obviously is in, in no way a bad thing she might just take a little bit of time and kind of soak things up um i love the look and she's a seamstress so let's what she so let's see what she brings in that regard that is exciting now we have pomada fifth from camden uh-huh. uh her interest line is hello it's me when's lunch 
Talk to me. She seems like a fun girl. Um, her talking head was really. I like her talking head was really interesting. I think. I think she's going to bring. What I was really interested in what she said about um, wanting to unify the nations. What do you think of that? I really want to hear your thoughts. New Zealand and Australia. She feels like she's a conduit. Um, I, I mean, it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's just like cats and dogs. What did she say you don't own? Oh, she made a bold statement. Oh, come on. Come on, poor Mara. Was it Pumara? I don't yeah. know. Pumara fifth. Fifth. Yeah. I'm saying poor Mara because she says she's moldy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm like, well, you would roll the R then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear her say it again, but I'll say poor Mara for, for now. Um, she says she's the moldy regional for the season. She wants to bring everyone together. Uh, she said that she's Maori and Aboriginal, so she, you're right. She wanted to bring everyone, mm. um, both nations, mixed heritage. Um, she said that you don't Australia doesn't own Pavlova, which is a bold statement, which is true. She also said you also don't own Russell Crowe, and I just want to say on behalf of New Zealand, you can have Russell Crowe, <laughs> Australia. Um, he's all yours. Thank you very much. What's Pav in this context? Dessert. Oh, okay. Why is that relevant here? Educate me. Because um, it's a dessert made famous. It's a famous dessert that the Australians claim as theirs. Oh, I did not know that. Um, but it's it's the Kiwis. It's named after the baller, ballerina, right? I, I don't know, Tom. It's just for me, the dessert came before the ballet. It's yummy anyway. Okay. It's yummy. Um, again, Chris, such a such nice energy. Yeah. Such such nice, good company. Um catch up vibes i just it's just good person vibes we're gonna need beverly kills to be the instigator here to stir it all up because there's so many nice queens here yeah i, I mean <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like what do you think about what she was wearing oh it was cute um i i think she was selling herself as like a campy funny queen and it was like a, a fun effervescent outfit mm. i mean yeah good vibes raw now aubrey have as the next queen to come in you're not now, saying it right it's Aubrey Hove. Aubrey Hove. Um, it's good to be home. <laughs> Which I liked. Um, now, Aubrey says that she's from Timaru, mm-hmm. New Zealand, mm-hmm. but she's been in Australia for the last five years. Right. And we know that she's done drag. She's a lockdown queen. She started drag lockdown, baby. in lockdown. So, now, this is my question to you. Mm-hmm. This is just between us two. Is she a Kiwi queen? Or an Aussie queen since oh. she started her career. She started doing drag in Australia. I think you're in a far better position to judge that than I. Obviously, she originates from. Well, New if Zealand. she wins, she's from New Zealand. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we claim that's you, it. Aubrey, if you make the top three. If you don't, you're Aussie. She's clearly very sixties influenced. Like even her name, I feel like, is a reference to the Carry On films, right? Like Kenneth Williams being like, oh, behave. Yeah. Oh, no. Austin Powers is oh, behave, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, behave. Um, So, and the outfit is super cute. I love the pastels. It looks really, really beautifully tailored. Um, She looks highly polished. Like the impression I get is that she spent a lot of time in lockdown perfecting this look, probably launching herself on social media. I guess what I wonder is, has she had much performance experience? Hmm. I... I think it's amazing that in lockdown, she was like, I want to do drag. And yeah. then two years later, she's bloody well on it. She's like, I'm bored. I'm yeah. Do drag. I'm bored. I'm really good at everything. I want to do drag. <laughs> and I will go on RuPaul's Drag Race um, season two. I, I, I do wonder, the sort of person who would start 
drag during lockdown, I would guess would be a more artistically leaning person who could maybe sew, can maybe has has a, a penchant for makeup and hair. Oh yes, and just like applies the th- kind, of, kind of things you could do at home, rather than somebody who'd be like more of a kind of like dancer or actress who got into drag. Do you know what I mean? So maybe she's going to be quite good in the look-based challenges. Well, the, the, I think there might be a lot of dancers out there who didn't get any... Obviously, there was no work to be done, mm-hmm. looking for another source of income or way of expressing themselves. And social media was around. It's a visual platform. Yeah. I'm sure that we we can, and we still do, have a lot of lockdown queens that were ex-performers. I do want to say, I do want to say um, that uh, she, uh, they kind of... The way that they're wording her doing drag since lockdown, which is about two years ago mm-hmm. now, I mean, I don't think that's a, a thing anymore in terms of whether they're trying to judge her, nov- if she's a novice or not, because Valentina, we have to remember, was only doing drag for less than a year. She said like nine months. Nine months. She was Shangela was doing drag for three months or I something. I mean, it, on the season two, it showed... <laughs> But still, when she came back the next when, season, do you mean it when she walked in wearing the... no makeup and that weird furry <laughs> What I yeah, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that is that two years is not novice anymore. No, you're right. Well, actually, at the time of filming, she said it was about a year. A but, year and a bit. Right, you can do a lot in a year. Exactly, so you let's can do what she a brings. lot in a year. So don't come down for her lockdown. Don't come. Don't come <laughs> for that. No. <laughs> And last walk through the doors is Queen Kong. Yes. From Adelaide. She does say she's originally from South Auckland. Mm-hmm. She says, honey, I've got the upper hand of this competition, which is great. I think she could have said, I've got a handle on this. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? When she walked in, mm. I just saw nearly just... I just saw her, a lot of my girl cousins, a lot mm-hmm. of the girls I went to school with mm-hmm. walk through. It's so nice to see a familiar, fa- I know she's in drag, mm-hmm. but she looks beautiful. Oh, this she is does. A beautiful Polynesian woman walking through strongly in this competition. And Gorgeous. I just really don't, do not give her the Brita edit. Oh. Please do not give her the Brita edit. This is a, she says hello for lava. She must be Samoan or Tongan. I don't know what nationality is, but I will place my bets that there is. She's she must be Sa or both. Or yeah, wonderful. So you'll be rooting for Queen Kong, your Samoan sister. Um, yes, I will be. I'm I'm rooting. I'm I'm rooting. I was rooting for her. (laughs) Uh, yeah. She just she just she looks like every woman I grew up with, and (laughs) she looks like she looks. A lot more feminine than some. <laughs> she looks more feminine than my mom. My mom, everyone thinks is a man, and my mom is a strong Polynesian She's woman. A tough lady. She's a tough lady. So you know, it's just I just want to nestle in <laughs> Queen Cog's bosom. She I mean, just, I- she just looks so. She looks like home to me. I gotta say, I wouldn't be averse to a bit of nestling either. She's hot out of drag. Is she, Tom? Yeah. You reckon? Mm. Trade of the season. Hannah Conda got it right. Okay. Yeah. Work. Trade now, of most seasons. She does say she's originally from South Auckland. Now, I ended up growing up. I, I, I moved to South Auckland, mm-hmm. so I spent high school in South Auckland. Now, South Auckland has a reputation for being... Well, for, for, in my mind, when I think South Auckland and New Zealand, I think creative. I think we are the creative arts mm-hmm. capital. And it and might be my bias... 
but there's a lot of Polynesians, a lot of Maori, a lot of diversity, mm-hmm. um, and just a lot of amazing artistic performers in, in every sense of the creative arts. That's what I think of when I think of South Auckland. And there, there, there was always the negative stereotype uh, about South Auckland being one of the rougher parts. Okay. But it's only rough if you're not if you're not brown. <laughs> so <laughs> So just don't come near us if you're so not. you never experience <laughs> So that. you will never go to South Auckland. South Auckland is love. South Auckland really is is love in its home. I I want to see what Queen Kong brings. I'm excited. She's got a reputation, apparently. It's interesting. We hear the queens talk about her more than she actually talks. Mm. So she's clearly got quite the reputation. I love this entrance look, by the way. This sort of King Kong. So she looks like Faye Ray in King Kong's hand, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really, really cool and clever. Um, I, I... I think you've told us everything we need to know about Queen Kong. I'm very, very excited to see what she brings. I always ask you this, Tom. Who is top three? Who's giving top three energy for you? So just based on first impressions, I mean, hopefully I'm not being sold by what all the other queens say, but she does have real power about her. Queen Kong. Yep. uh, Mini Mini Cooper. Yes. um, Not sure about... Third, not sure, not sure. I would imagine if they've got two veteran queens in the top three, they'll have somebody who's a bit fresh and like more avant-garde as the other one. So, don't know. I, I really like the look that um, Yuri's brought. If she can get by with looks, but I don't know how she'll perform. Spanky, I really like. But then you'd have like three veteran queens. I'm not telling top. you to give me a breakdown of every queen. Sorry. I just wanted to top three I names. think I've spoken enough. Do you tell me okay, your cool. three? I agree. Um, For me, just from my first impressions, I mean, they change. Every week by week, our impressions change. But just from this entrance, my top three picks mm-hmm. are Queen Kong, mm-hmm. Mini Cooper, and I'm just going to say Spanky Jackson. Yeah. Because isn't Spanky Jackson... There's only two who are actually from New Zealand. There. I think there's more that are from New Zealand, but several but, have but, moved but to they, Australia. But they now reside in Australia. Yeah. There's only two Sp- queens. Spanky's representing Palmerston North. Yeah, Spanky from Palmerston North and Uruguay from from Auckland. But Queen Every- Kong is from South Auckland. But she's... I mean, there's, there's ex-Kiwis there, but these, these girls are working in Australia. It's hard to tell is it the how case? to place them. Are you telling me that when you move out of New Zealand, you're like excommunicated and you're just not allowed? I mean, I'm British. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm British. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's my top three picks. Let's watch some more. Let's get to know these queens. Cool. So we're on the maxi stage now. We've seen what these queens have created before we get into discussing Mm, mm. um our very valid points about Mm, fashion mm. because you know we know her Mm -hmm. we know fashion we breathe it we are it we are her Mm -hmm. (laughs) i wish um i want to talk about some of the topics and some of the things that have gone on in the workroom okay and the the main topic that seems to kind of throw itself at us is ageism don't you think that they've made that i mean we i really kind of discussed uh we, we talked about candy ho and, th- and then we kind of made that you know how that was pretty much the same thing that faux fur did however they did say it in different ways because candy ho was very pointed <laughs> like you know so you can say you? you can say two things um two things that are the same but different mm-hmm. in different ways and they can mean different things yeah candy ho was very so how old are you? Like it was very 
you know, it's yeah. a bad thing. Why are you here? You know, strip away the words. She came for her. She did. That was her intent. It was a power move or an yeah. attempt at a power move. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of interesting conversation around this in the workroom. There does seem to be already a little bit of tension between like uh, Minnie and Spanky seem to have formed an alliance quite quick. I think they feel a kinship. I think they see themselves as veteran entertainers. Um, and Spanky in particular speaks very, very highly of Minnie and speaks of how, you know, she makes a really, really good point, doesn't she, about like, she's the kind of queen who's doing it before Drag Race, who's real trailblazer. She's doing it before it was cool, before it was safe. Not that it's an entirely safe now either, but when it's safer, safe, I, I would hope so. I would hope so. But you know, when as she says like she's she's the kind of queen who has made it so you can walk out of the house in high heels and not get bashed not that anybody should ever get bashed for anything like that at all but you know she's making a point about trailblazers isn't she um and the younger queens they do seem to i mean they might be seeing it as harmless bants or something but um, I don't think Minnie's feeling it that way, and I think she's. I think that's valid. The, the the thing about banter is that when issues and topics and accusations and words like this are exchanged, mm. when you don't have a prior relationship, definitely you take it yeah. at face value. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's different. It's different if if it was week three, it'll be different if they said that because there's an understanding of mm-hmm. where we are, and you know if someone has, you know if someone's intent mm-hmm. because you know of your relationship. These queens have just met. They're thrown into this challenge. They've, you know, they're soon going to be deprived of sleep. There's no time. <laughs> yes. So so everything that they're <laughs> experiencing in this moment is at face value. So I, I guess it, it's not the time now to try and... Build the relationship first. But, you know... And men have those discussions. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's often... It's a way of testing boundaries, I think. It's a way of... Um, seeing what you can get away with. But there's also this element of like young queens. Um, I, I can't remember. I'm not sure exactly who said it. In the way. I think it might have been Yuri um, said um, something to the effect of like, I'm always doing something new with my drag. And to me, that's the confidence of youth and perhaps a little bit of a lack of a sense of perspective. Like there's nothing new under the sun. Sure, you might be doing something that feels avant-garde, that feels fresh, but... If you have a little look back, somebody's done something similar before, mm. and it was probably 20, 30, 40 years before, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so I wonder if that's a storyline that's going to build or will have a certain outcome this episode. There is something to be said about veteran queens like Minnie, like Spanky. Spanky Jackson. We appreciate them a lot. We well, appreciate I, what they bring. I know to give them the respect yes. because. The queens who did it, and I've said it before, and I'm sorry if you're one of our regular listeners, but if you're new, you have to know where I stand (laughs) before you go to our back catalogue. Your voice is important. (laughs) So you need to know what I have to say because Mm. it's important. But the ones who have been doing it before it was cool, the ones who have been doing it before it got you DMs, before it got you (laughs) followers, before it got you, in some case cock before it got you you <laughs> oh know people goodness. sliding into your dms chasing you before all of that these are the queens who are doing it definitely these these are the queens that you know they are the the brave the, they are the the courageous they are the armor steeled tongue 
tongue and cheek, <laughs> not just like silver tongued. You don't want to miss with them. They're the queens that used to scare me on K Road in Auckland. <laughs> they are. They, they were so intimidating because they had to be. But these are the queens that deserve every respect. Oh, absolutely. And that they should be given due respect. And hopefully, hopefully, the younger queens will take a little bit of notice of what the veteran queens are trying to share with them here and that respect will develop. It should be there from the outset, though, to be honest. Mm. Just, I, I think it's worth noting, you know, in terms of the mini challenge, just a couple of the bits, Rue does seem to be actually trying to shine the spotlight on the veteran queens. Mini won the mini challenge, the mini, mini. Um, and Spanky has that funny bit with slapping RuPaul to prove that she's actually in Australia. Back it up. She's not shining a spotlight on them. They took that spotlight by performing the way that they did. Um, I will say that mini challenges are usually plotline driven. Although they, you know, mini did fab and I'm sure Rue thought Spanky will do a good job of this funny bit. So it, it's definitely their I traits. Think, I think we can have a, a deeper top, a deeper conversation about agents because in, especially in, in the gay community, it's there's an rife. obsession with age. We have, you know, like I was Go on. at 24, someone <laughs> called me a daddy. What's that? 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 What's you know, there's the whole like obsession with twinks and daddies that ages and plays such a. It's only important when you can sexualize it, well, and we're just so sometimes we're just too obsessed with you. Just, just in in that kind of respect. I mean, sometimes we internalize it as well, and we like it's not a bad thing to be called a daddy, but you you took it as a bad thing. I was mid twenties, Tom. It's internalized ageism. <laughs> I was still a twink, okay? I was shaving, doing my eyebrows, combing my hair. <laughs> All that's gone out the window. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No more. God, I can't, I can't. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I think this is the deeper conversation that we can have. Definitely. But, um, Let, let's but see ages how it unfolds and, it, 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 the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, hopefully they do shine a light on it. Yeah. Because it needs to be talked about. Definitely. In, in the sense that it needs to be squashed. Okay. <laughs> Not a good thing. Tom, let's talk like fashion. Asian. Let's talk fashion. If you guys don't know, Tom is our resident um, social media mogul, fashionista. <laughs> uh, so, so we can speak on these things. I, Dis- I give it a go. I give it a go. That's what I do. Disclaimer: um, I don't walk a mile in any of these amazing talented oh, queens' absolutely. heels. Um, who am I? I've, I've never done this. So when we, what we do talk about, it's out of respect and, you know, entertainment. We try to think more about like little pop cultural references and stuff yeah. more than anything. But obviously it is a competition reality show. Yeah. So we give our opinion what, what we like and what we yeah. don't like With as respect. Well. Yeah. I hope let's so. read these pictures. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> Who's first up? So um, first up, we do have Beverly Kills. So Beverly, I, I, I like this outfit. She's made a sort of flared mini dress. There's a bit of a kind of like 60s Barbarella vibe about it. It's kind of like retro futurism. She's got this triangle motif going on that gives me a bit of a Pierre Cardin vibe as well. Um, she looks good. Um, the proportions are nice. She's worked with plastic, which is... a a really difficult material. I think she's done a good job. I think she's done a good job. Yeah. Um, I, I concur. It's a, you concur. It's a good job. My favorite thing about it is the wig. 
but the work was great. But yeah. you know, she she paid good money for that good work. She may or may not have styled it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's she, yeah, it's 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 a look. It's, it's a look. It's a good look. I think it looks good. I think it looks good. Uh, maybe those booties. I might have chosen a different shoe because they cut off like a little bit. But there we go. That's a that's just a personal taste thing. Okay, Hanaconda. Hannah, so Hannah comes out looking like Tinkerbell's sort of tropical sister, doesn't she? Um, it's a it's a it's a corset with with a leaf motif glued on it, and she got these these palm palm leaf wings. I think she looks cute. I think she looks cute. I think her shape looks nice. Um, she was quite open in the workroom that she's a bit disappointed it's a construction challenge to begin with because she's a hot glue queen. No, and, and that- it's not just there. I think I think all of these queens are a priest. First of all, I think Rue needs to stop being shady. These these challenges should be for at least episode five and six. They have spent a mortgage getting the money for these outfits. Let them show some. It, it doesn't hurt you to make week one a performance challenge or what they do. Or like a, or week like two, a the snatch show. game. Yeah, or, or week three, yeah, something. It doesn't hurt for you to do that. One thing I, I mean, if they're going to spend all that money. Well, I mean, I, I have strong opinions on how much the girls have to spend on drag race i think they should be given a i think they should be given a grant frankly i think they should be compensated because the show absolutely make, this franchise makes a huge amount of money and the girls should be paid very very well for what they bring to the show because they spend huge amounts of money having or, said that i don't object to a, a sewing challenge being in the first episode because i think it's a great leveler because i think it really gives a chance for a queen with not much finances, a thrifty queen, a crafty queen, to make a statement. So I don't object to it, but I do object to the show, the way the show financially treats the girls, definitely. Okay. Well, yeah. I like the idea of maybe giving them, everyone's given a grand, and D- they need to... More than a grand. Grand an episode. Or something. Oh, gosh. I mean, come on. Greed money. No, I honestly think they should be given a big stipend. Let's go to Hannah. Um, Hannah looks great. It's just really empty from the waist down. Is all it is. It it fizzles out a little bit, definitely. But But like, um, you know what? The the shape looks nice, and it's a cute theme. Um, We're on to Minnie. Um, Minnie, I think this is cool. No, she was stapling this together in the workroom, which was fun. But the overall effect, I think there's, again, like a retrofuturism thing. Clearly, there's a limited selection of materials. It was we not really mentioned. It was either recyclables or natural materials, which is an interesting theme. Um, to me, this is, again, a little bit 60s, a little bit Paco Rabanne. But also, there's like an element of Mugler did some very futuristic silvery garments in the 80s. I can picture one where Naomi Campbell's wearing it. Um, so again, like retrofuturism, maybe sixties, maybe eighties, maybe a bit of a blend, and extra points for just carrying a TV as a clutch. Tom, no, definitely that's camp. Tom, that is camp. Tom, this look, come off it. She looks is very straight up and down. She's giving me like a model esque sort of frame. Tom, I've, I've. I'm not saying it's the best constructed thing on the on the runway, but there's a point of view, there's a reference, there's a retrofuturism thing going on. Tom, you can stop attacking me now. You can go shave your back now. <laughs> I mean, it's like the ten men on a budget. 
Ten it's, Man, great it's, it's Wizard like of Oz. A, it's a school time. This is just it's it's you know sometimes you go to like a drag show or a quiz show and then they're like okay for the next quiz thing you have to we're going to give you newspaper you need to make a, a wedding dress out of this and then everyone just hustles have you been to one of those we did we went with one together we had to make a i had to wear a toilet roll there you go now except for minnie the what they gave her was tin foil some the aluminium this it's very it's very just it's basic Come I'd, on. I'd like to see you do better, frankly. Let's Tom, you know what? I know I'm not a seamstress or anything, and I would never ever claim I can do anything fashion, but I believe I could do better than that. Okay. <laughs> let's let's uh, move And saying on. that, I do not want Minnie to go at all on episode one. I do not want I, I can see a bra strap. It's a clear bra strap. You are too much forgiveness from you, Tom. Come on. Well, Stop making... You're trying to make me out to be the villain here. I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're playing. I if, see what you're doing. If the shoe fits. So, I love... Look, I must, I'm not saying she's not beautiful, but she wasn't beautiful tonight. <laughs> she was not looking beautiful tonight. Look, you deserve everything, but you did not deserve this, Minnie. <laughs> so, that's just my opinion. Yeah? On to uh, yes. Aubrey... Not, Aub- o- not O'Day. O- Aubrey... Aubrey hey. Give me the eyes, the Aubrey O'Day eyes. <laughs> she was the original Mayhem Miller inspiration. Boop. <laughs> So Aubrey, now she has added denim to a corset and given it a kind of, I guess, somewhat deconstructed feel. I think given how good she looked when she walked in, I think I maybe expected a little better from Aubrey. Um, I don't really, I mean, it's, it's denim glued to a corset. It's denim glued to a corset, which is kind of what Hannah's done as well. And I'm kind of seeing a theme now. Again, like, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be able to do any better. The girls are given undergarments. They're given, like, corsets and hoop skirts and that kind of thing. Um, and they can they can glue stuff onto that. I think just, like, when I'm looking at the proportions of this corset, like, the cut of the leg's really low and it kind of makes her legs look short because she's added, like, this booty kind of effect to her shoes with the denim and stuff. I mean, it's cute. It's cute, but it's not my favorite on the runway. Where do you get off? Tom, I think. Where this is- do you get off complimenting, complimenting Minnie, and then reading Aubrey's look? You tell me what you like about it. Then I we're think, I to, think we're it's got shape. I, th- I think it looks fine. I think it looks better than what you're saying. I don't like the the things that she put around her ankles. But what I do you think-, think about the weird tendrils attached to her arm? I mean, that could go as well. But it's 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 something constructed. I don't. And she, I think, does she make that purse? <laughs> possibly she might have wrapped some denim around a clutch she already had i'm not saying it's the best thing but you just praised it a bit more than the aluminium couture i'm going with what i like okay, okay. i'm seeing more references and fun okay. and camp and what minnie's giving you. me Sorry, yeah Dan. because it's getting really egregious yeah, actually okay fine we're <laughs> out our own opinions yeah um, some are wrong, so some are on right. to queen kong i'd like to hear you tell me more about queen kong's look <laughs> wow you're, yeah Sis, I am here for you. I Queen Kong, I got your back. Yeah. Okay. You know, you 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 are my Samoan Polynesian brethren. I got you. I got you, sis. Uh 
I think that it was so clever that you played the culture card. <laughs> I, I think it's so clever that you played the, well, if I keep it cultural, they can't read it because they can't be insensitive. I, I absolutely would have done the same thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, it creates that barrier from you trying to read me. I I just think that there are some, there are some little messy things. Like, I can see, I shouldn't be able to see that the corset or whatever it is that the, the leaves... Uh, we can see kind the black of like bustier to, underneath. I can see the. It, if you wanted to really go full Samoana, if you wanted to go full Moana, you didn't need that. You could have just found some way of just attaching that that those leaves to your body. I mean, Tyra Sanchez hot glued <laughs> that material to her body. You could have done something very similar because it would have been very, very much in nature to see those leaves against your chest. For me. No, I loved her performance on the runway. She was very giving me like a taupo doing a tawalunga. It's, it's a you know, mm. it's, it's it's a dance done by um, the chief of the daughter of a chief or right. the son. But there there is there's a certain dance that um, called the tawalunga mm-hmm. that's performed by the taupo or the manaya because she's a girl. We call her a taupo. Uh-huh. That's what I'm seeing here. I but I think that she looks beautiful. The wig is lovely. The hair and makeup, the makeup is, truly is beautiful. right. Um, this queen can beat a mug and that hair is right yeah. she looks really really good in that respect and I love the culture that she brought here I'm, I'm not going to add a lot more to what you say because I think you've actually spelled it out that the cultural presentation was beautiful um, but when you but scru- the cultural presentation on- <laughs> when, when, <laughs> was not <laughs> when you scrutinise the details it certain aspects do fall apart a little yeah. bit. What I will say is that she started making something which actually really looked nicely sewn in the workroom, but she said it wasn't her and she started from scratch. Good. So she set herself quite a task by starting something from scratch halfway through or the next day. Mm. So I think that's probably reflected. And if she had more time, she it probably would be better. Talk to me about Spanky Jackson. What I'm going to say about this is that I adore Spanky already as a queen, but this is not my favorite look on the runway, unfortunately, Um, for multiple reasons. Again, her legs look fantastic and her hair and makeup is lovely. What she's done, unfortunately, is glued these pool noodles onto a corset in a way that bulks her out instead of flatters her. Um, And I can see her knickers, unfortunately, as well, which is just really, really distracting. Um, I do like the element of these big clam wings. She's giving me cloister vibes. You know, cloister from Pokemon. I'm aware. You're aware. You're familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm going to say about this is Spanky was quite clear in the confessionals that she's not a seamstress. She's gluing stuff to a corset and she didn't actually sound very confident with what she was creating. So I adore Spanky, but I'm not sure that this is it. I wonder if she was inspired by Roxy Andrews candy when she came to the patterns and the gluing of those materials to really. It would have flattered her more if, if, it, she if somehow that. the pool noodles had flowed and into just a flowed sort of over the bottom. That's, that's what I was. I'm, I was uh, did she run out of material? For it, that it does to... look unfinished. It looks like um... because if she just let it drape, if those patterns just kept draping over the bottom, it would have looked. I much. I think she wanted to show her legs, but there could have been another. Well, we way saw of... them in the, we saw them in the entrance. But we the... know you got lovely legs, and they're long. They go on for days. They do. They're gorgeous. Another way of doing it would have been to do that, but perhaps create a, a thigh slit on one side 
so she could have had a you know Angelina Jolie kind of Versace thigh like moment thigh like thigh we're unaware of the materials and the time and all of that so it's easier for someone to look at something and say well I, could, I would have done this and this and that but um no no we're experts <laughs> no I, I you know honestly I, I like but the- you know we've got the same time just use it better mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you uh what's his chops chapman, chapman what i would say is that my <laughs> at, at the end of the day my, my favorite part is probably the back piece but the materials from the back piece probably could have created a skirt mm. but okay. anyway love spanky unfortunately this isn't the best on the runway um on to molly next now I guess one thing that's given me some bias here is that this is like the third or fourth queen so far. I know they had a limit of materials, but again, there's this kind of like palm past grass, palm frond vibe going on. But so far, this is probably the best made version of those those looks. Like she's created quite a nice full skirt with some shape with this, excuse me, with this palm past grass, right? There's there's a, there's a, like a nice green top that's flattering her and these little dainty wings, so she looks good. She looks good overall. I just and what I'm thinking so far on the runway is like I'm seeing like certain recurrent themes and they should have given them more materials. It's not the queen's fault. Mm-hmm. They should have given them a wider range of materials because clearly they've had to scrabble for the same things that are usable. Yeah, queen, her and Queen Kong have the very similar bottom part. Don't They're like they? identical. Yeah, I do want to say that I I love this look. I think this is actually quite lovely. This is a good look. The more I look at it, the more I think it's one of the better ones on the runway. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's all I can say is that it's good. She looks good. I like it on her. And wow, she made it. She was another queen who said she was struggling with hot gluing, couldn't sew, but she's she's done well. She's bent la creme it. Hot glue in a prayer. Yeah. Hot glue in a prayer. It's a good look. What about faux fur? Fofa is another one who seems to got stuck with the pampas grass and this sort of like feathery grass material. Um, what do I think? I feel like there's like not enough of it or something. I think her, she's so pretty and her body looks great and I can see her legs that are lovely. But again, it just feels like some pampas grass stuck to a corset. What, yeah. do, what do you think? I think that it's this, I agree with you, except... I can see underneath that blue. That's kind of that's like, distracting me. That blue material, and for me, because it's not such a defined part of a look, it looks like a mistake because it's not featured. And then when she turned around and I saw her knickers, her, her black knickers. Mm. I mean, you don't need to wear any knickers. I mean, <laughs> detox. Yeah. Think of so many queens who have been able to show. This is a place where you can show your ass. Well, remember when a queen shows her bum, she might show something else as well. Duct tape? Well, yeah, or a pee-pee. Yeah, well, it's fine. Then, then let, it, let, it, let it be shown. <laughs> let it be shown. Let it be, let but, it be revealed. Yeah, but um, it's it just... Uh, I don't want Fofu to go, episode one. She's got I don't. I love her too energy, much. And her energy on the runway was fab as well. Uh, yeah. She sold the garment... But again, when I'm looking at the lineup, it's one of the less impressive ones, unfortunately. Well, let's go, let's move on to um, a Pomada Fifth. So we're seeing like basically another denim corset, but I actually think that this is more flattering and better made um, than um, 
then um sorry i'm getting lost with names now aubrey's sorry that was really ignorant of me um i think the higher cut is good and it really showed off her shape and she looks really voluptuous i like the accessorization with the hat the overall look makes more sense to me than aubrey's and i can't help but compare them directly um as denim based looks okay um and I do like the kind of almost Rosette-ish kind of um, distressed effect on the corset as well. What do you think? I think that she looks beautiful. I think that the way she constructed this really, really gives Spanky a run for her money with length of the legs. But I do prefer Aubrey's look, if we're comparing them directly, over Miss Fifth's. That's fine. That's your opinion. And I respect yeah. that because I respect you. Okay. <laughs> and it's okay for us to disagree on certain topics. I just, I just feel like there was something done in the, in the shape of the costume that there's something about the shape of it. Does it make it right? I think, yeah, there's just, it just, I, I think they could have gone out a bit. The bottom part could have covered a little bit more outwards. Cause then that would have, helped create that shape but that's just me i i think she's done a nice job of when she walked down the runway you could really see how nipped in her waist was i saw the voluptuousness of her hips and thighs um and from the hips upwards i'm in love especially with that beyonce styled um you know formation hat i love it yeah, I'd really like the heart, actually. I'm really taking it. It's just it. the waist down mm-hmm. that is a bit confusing to me. And I can see now why Aubrey put something on her ankles because um, everything else, everyone else who did the same thing with a corset, it looks very empty and flase da. I get beneath the, the legs. So I think she just didn't want their critique. I just don't think the execution's the best, unfortunately. It worked yeah. better if it's a higher cut on the leg. Well, I'm going to say that my favorite look. On this runway, besides, um, what's her name? Uh, Molly. Molly. Yeah, yeah. My favorite look is um, Uruguay. I agree. So Uruguay finally gives us kind of the variety that we've been looking for in this runway. I do think... Not just on the runway. She walked in with that goth kind of... Yeah. You know, that that classic Marilyn Monroe beauty that's just been stabbed (laughs) stabbed me beautifully. And then she's transformed into this. And she created this. This is a lovely look. I love it. It's my favorite. I think, again, I'm not blaming the queens for this because I think production should have given them a better variety of materials because then we would have had a a better variety of looks on the runway. It's not the queen's fault at all. But um, Yuri, she's given us this wonderful kind of corseted um, mermaid skirt silhouette. I love the use of the plasticky materials and the blue again gives us this mermaidy vibe and she's kind of made it her own by doing this like chapsy sort of cut out kind of element around the hips. Mm. So she's reminding me of some dresses by Namilia who do that kind of like mermaid with the cut out chaps effect. Um, and it also reminds me of that Mugler mermaidy runway from the 80s as well, which is very like plasticky. I think she looks great. I think the hair and makeup are great. She's my favorite look. Yeah, cool. So for, I really told you my top two. My top two on the runway, top three. My top three would be Molly. Mm-hmm. My overall winner is Yuri. Mm-hmm. If I had to put someone else in the top three, it would be Aubrey. 
<laughs> You're insane. <laughs> my bottoms would be faux fur, um, mini, and maybe Spencer. I say that sadly. Spanky. Mean. Oh, sorry, Spence. Oh, Where God. Where Spencer come from? Spanky. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a vanilla person. We're, we're collating, like, just... four different seasons of Drag Race's Queen's names at the moment, so please forgive us. For no, I'm watching the CrossFit Games and Spencer Panchuk um, <laughs> oh, no. just missed the lap on the last thing for the Freebian one. But, yeah, Spanky, sorry. So you're trying to bear in mind all the CrossFit Queen's names as well. <laughs> Um, my Monique, top... Monique, Hart, Monique Hart is a CrossFit queen. Thank you. She is indeed. Very good shape, isn't she? So my fav- my, my, my number one is Yuri. Um, Molly is up there. Who else would I put up there? Um, maybe Beverly. I think that's a cute look. I don't care what you say about minis. I like it. Um, and that's kind of it, really. I'm trying to... The bottoms? So my bottoms are, now I adore her and I don't want her to go home, but Spanky, this look just isn't it, unfortunately. Um, Again, um, I adore her, but faux, it's just, I guess it's kind of like, it's not that they don't look beautiful, like with the hair and makeup, the construction of the garment isn't there and I can see the knickers. That's just kind of like what Mm. it comes down to. Um. And, and, I, and I, know, I know for a fact, Fofa, you grew up watching the show. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of don't care what you say. I'm just not getting... I'm seeing this still of Aubrey, and I'm just not buying what Tom, she's selling. I didn't ask you about what you feel about my decisions. I'm asking you for your tops and bottoms. And that's the second time you pointed out... Oh, my God. ...that you don't care what... I don't, yeah, fine, you don't. But can you give me your tops and bottoms? Well, I've just told you, Aubrey is in the bottom. Okay, Cool. I mean, we're fighting over this. You're really coming for me tonight, and I'm not going to accept this treatment, Tom. <laughs> okay? I'm very sensitive. Um, okay, let's see, what the, let's, let's see what the other judges have to say, okay? Congratulations. To Molly. Molly won. She was in our top three. She was. Yeah, yeah. I was. I guess I was a little bit... My, our absolute favourite was Yuri, yeah. and we were, we were quite set on Yuri, but she was in the top three. Molly had constructed a lovely garment. She was up there with Hannah as well. They really Absolutely. liked what Hannah did. So great. And mm. the bottom three is... Uh, Queen Kong, Spanky, Spanky Jackson, Jackson, and Foe. And the two lip-syncing is... Spanky and Foe, both of whom have been like really fun personalities this yes, episode yes yes i'm not ready to see either of them go let's talk about the lip singles kylie minogue get out of my way yes i did okay I, first of all i want to say i did not expect spanky to move mm-hmm. like that i agree she surprised me in the best possible way yes yeah yeah, yeah. i because when she came in, I was like, okay, seasoned queen. She, she's she's a hostess. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss of her. <laughs> she's very, you know, she's she's very assured in herself. She's, you know, she's just got that, the air of, mm-hmm. I know what the hell I'm doing. Don't try it. Don't little try boy. it, little boy. When she started moving, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, she's giving face. Oh, now she's giving lines. Oh, now she's <laughs> giving movement. Bitch was turning. She put those Splitting. And, you know, some girls do the fake use. split. Like, mm-hmm. I do not like the fake split. Mini cut. I do. If you can't do a split, don't do it. 
Don't do it. Oh, you mean like the box split doesn't quite work? Well, the chair split. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The semi yeah. chair split. But she did an actual split. She did. Legs, front and back at 12 o'clock. At, at 6 did. o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was really enamored in her movement and surprised. Not just the movement, her feeling. There's, she felt the music and she found moments in there to find a, a bit of bitchy comedy which is always going to be appreciated the side eye bit that yeah she did the was side really eye bit which showed her connection to the music and then the it was it was for me it was it was the spanky jackson spanky has also show. you know i can guarantee spanky was listening to kylie um she was listening <laughs> to you know the locomotion on cassette tape she's been with kylie all the way and so she'll have a real connection to her as an artist i think obviously foe's a younger queen Faux put Faux in, did a good job too. She did a great job. She she put in some great energy. She travelled the stage. She had levels. I'm using one of your words there. Levels. See, I do listen. Um, you know, she found she found the moments in the music to to be sultry, and, I, and it that's was, it. She was more it sultry was at the right moment. I just think that she could have milked that little that moment she did there. She could have milked that moment. Oh, when she's on the floor. On the floor yeah. a bit longer before coming up and showing the head and the arch and the neck and then the, the hair flowing. She could have really captured on that moment a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but my focus was on Spanky. Spanky is a really compelling she just, performer. She created, she created exactly what you want. You want... If you're on stage and there's more than one person, I want your eyes on me. Mm-hmm. I need you to look at me. And I started looking for Spanky whenever the scene changed, whenever the camera angle changed. They both did a great job. I just think Spanky shone brighter. Yeah. So is that your winner? I think so. Yeah. I think should we, so. Shall we see? Yeah. Congratulations, Spanky. Yeah, she... She didn't just survive, she thrived in that lip sync. But I'm very, very happy to see Spanky stay because I feel like she's got so much more to give the competition. I am sad to see Faux go, though. She was an adorable little ball of energy. Um, And she was super cute to the end with her funny little walking off to the wrong side of the stage. We could have kept her longer. I I just... It does feel like... I I do start to wish now that the international seasons would be extended the same courtesy as the main US seasons now, where kind of nobody goes home for the first couple of episodes. That would be nice. That would be nice. And then, like, then it's like chop, chop, chop. That's fine. That's fine. But I would love a couple more episodes just to get to know them all. Yeah. That's true. I mean, the American seasons get three episodes. Or more. Plus, well, <laughs> yeah. season 13 or 14, like no one went home for like five. <laughs> season, season 14 had something ridiculous, like like five non-elimination episodes. Something. Yeah, but it, it is sad to see Fogo because I loved her energy. Lovely um, ball of energy. You're very lucky. I mean, we, we did start the slate, but you will f- soon find out we are one of the first episodes to be released, podcast to be released. Uh, we are going to be on schedule now, so make sure that you do join us for the next episodes to come. So Please that do, we are yeah. your port of call <laughs> for opinions. Please forgive us because it has been the most hectic period in drag race history yeah, in terms of releases. Yeah. Please, please believe us when we say that. Please, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> please um so we will be more on schedule and we hope you join us for the next episode yes um if you're from down under news in australia tell a friend get everyone out there listening um let us know your thoughts and opinions let us know if there's any tea that you know communicate mm. with us on twitter yeah on um instagram write us a review on uh apple podcast spotify any way you can help us get the podcast out there uh, that's it this is Bolo and Dr. Tom see you guys very soon lots of love guys see you soon <laughs>